Welcome to another fantastic edition of Coffee Conversations with Sinti. Once in a while I get visitors that I'm not even able to introduce because they are the dick. <laughs> Today I'm joined in the studio by Ken Verigis, the royalty of out of home media. How are you, Ken? <laughs> Thank you very much for that very kind introduction. All right, you've, um, been, you've been described as a maverick, as a go-getter, as the guy who charts the way, a guy that you can copy. It must be amazing being you and doing what you love, I guess, because that can only come from a place when you do what you love. No, thank you very much. I think yeah. people have been very kind to me uh, <laughs> by saying those beautiful things. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it really is an industry that I love, to be honest. I've been in, in the industry since... 1988. <laughs> so this is 30 years in the industry, um, and I suppose over time you get to know a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I must say it's a it's a fantastic industry. You've got All incredible right. people in this industry, very dynamic. And from that perspective, it's it keeps me attracted to the environment, and I consistently want to be in this space. All right. I want to work with people All that right. are just amazing. So that's why. I've, I've stuck it out and then I stuck love it, it so out. much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very much interested in the transition from year to year, era to era. There's yes. a time a couple of years back when brand was, I remember reading when I was in high school that brand is going to be the next big thing. Yes. And right now we've forgotten about it because there's 20 other big things that have come along. How has the progression been for you and how have you managed to become, to become and remain relevant in an ever-changing environment? Look, I think that, you know, you're only as good as your last game. All right. So, you consistently have got to be, you've got to evolve, you've got to be prepared to take risks. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, somebody who's risk averse, it's very difficult to be an entrepreneur. Exactly. And you can move on to the next next round, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah. much so. And, yeah. I, and, and honestly, you know, the reality is that you will fail at some things. And don't take failure as a negative. Often in this country, people regard a failure as a big negative and they may put a bit of a bad mark next to your name. All right. And I think that's absolutely wrong because it's a great learning experience. Yeah. Whatever you've done, focus on the next thing, put in your effort, try hard, yeah. and you'll get there. So it's about, number one, taking a risk, and you've got to be able to have the ability to take that risk. Yeah. And the second component of it is don't be afraid. Um, and I know it's a hard thing to say, well, yeah, especially when you put cash on the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard thing to say, you've got to make it work, but yeah. but you have to put in many hours. Yeah. This is not a, a to five yeah. operation, not an eight to five business. And if you do think that that's all you can afford, then rather work for someone else. Don't yeah. be, don't try being an entrepreneur because yeah. it genuinely is not going to work. Yeah. yeah. And comparing the industry between nineteen, you said eighty, nineteen eighty eight is when I eighty eight. Now, what huge, what huge difference is there between then and now? Look, to be honest, I started off in the corporate environment. I, in right. 88, I was at the SABC in uh, KwaZulu-Natal. All right. So I was the advertising manager for Natal, um, and, and the reality was I looked after both radio and We TV. still had uh, black and white televisions back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, two or three color TVs. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we progressed to color by All right. <laughs> but the TVs were those big boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with, with the belly at the back. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, with a big belly at the yeah. back. And uh, yeah, so we so that was really what my role was in that space. I was very focused on radio. All right. In those days, it was Radio Corsi was then called Radio Zulu. And it's ah. the biggest. And it's the biggest radio station. That station is incredible. I mean, yeah. people forget the the size of that station. The DJs were so 
were so popular right. um, that they were like almost like gods. Um, and and we had that to me. Had then it was today East Coast Radio was then called Radio Port Natal, right. and we had Radio Lotus in that territory. And uh, it was nice having a cross segment of radio stations we could yeah. work with. Yeah, so I worked in that space, and they brought me up to to Johannesburg. Right. So you have gold and lights. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was a Durban boy. All right. And then they brought me up here, and uh, I really looked after the marketing services uh, for all television and radio. All right. More the research component behind it, the knowledge behind why mm. people should be buying into media, which was great for me. Yeah. Because it gave me a lot of insight into understanding different media types. All right. And that really was a good grounding for me. All right. And I used it. I used to go to every function, every event, try to be the last person there. To live, yeah. Um, so you use it as a as a training ground in essence. Yeah. yeah. No, and then from there I went off and you know joined. Well, we then became a focus of TV in this space, and then I left and started with a. A guy called Alan Prentice, who had Star Taxi Music, which is the cassette tapes used to give to the taxi drivers. And then as a C sixties, that was you know, in the late yeah. he started in the late eighties. And uh, I joined him in '93. Okay. And from there we became, you know, with Star Taxi Music, we became TaxiNet, then ComputerNet. Um, Primedia bought into our business, and we developed a range you of other media. ComputerNet. Ah, yeah. So oh, I'd started yeah. ComputerNet. All right, that's interesting. So. On the upside, I mean, it really got us into a range of areas. We were the transit media guys in the country. Yeah. We had so many different media types aimed at reaching the economically active person who used the taxi for you know, right. transit purposes. The numbers were there and it made sense to try and reach them through that medium. Very much yeah. so. It's enormous numbers. And yeah. We had the Star Taxi Music and we had advertising on taxis and we had advertising in the taxi and we had trains and buses right. and we had Rank TV which was massive TV screens in the, in the taxi ranks yeah. with audio throughout the rank yeah. and we had... Uh, it helped because if you were in the queue there waiting for a taxi you were never bored, there was always something to watch on the screen. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for the entertainment vibe. <laughs> <laughs> that was the purpose, so I'm right. glad that you managed to, yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah. But it really was the attention and, and it was a fantastic business. And yeah. And, you know, and as time goes on, you've got to progress. And every time there's a new development within the market, you've got to look at the, the opportunity and look at it and yeah. take a jump into that space. So we did that, and we did very, we did very, very well. We sold, you know, ultimately sold our stake into, you know, with Prime Media. All right. Developed new stuff, sold it again to Prime Media, and then I started a Prime Media Unlimited, um, which was the innovative hub of a Prime Media group. Okay. And we started it from scratch. It was just me and my cell phone, and and then we built that into a very big group. Where yeah. We, where you know we had a very you know profitability was enormous. We grew over eleven years. I think it was thirty six percent year in year compound growth for, Ooh, for eleven huge. years. So yeah. it was fantastic. And we ranged from a range of out of home media to large format to to the washroom advertising to advertising. We had all the shopping mall rights right. and the prime mall. We started. I started that business. And obviously back then that was a new phenomenon. Those are channels that people and well, we see them all the time, but we don't think they are a channel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, those days the brand was a brand new phenomenon. Yeah. We, we really started to change up what was being done within the mall. All right. Other people had started advertising in malls, but it was never to the level of what we had actually yeah. produced and put together. So it was a great business, and, and we had 15 different businesses in that space. We all right. All the pharmacy rights, we across a range of channels. We had the rights for advertising in the Edcon Group uh, in Edgar's oh, Red Square huge, yeah. advertising. So, so we really focused on so many different elements and in each right. space we had our own leaders, own sales teams who focused on that business. All right. 
And then you've got to progress. So as time yeah, goes on, you've got to consistently look what's, what's new, what's, what's the next that? channel, what's yeah. the next focus. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately I left uh, and I sold out my stakeholding to Prime Media two and a half years ago. All right. Um, and I started again, uh, as I had done with my numerous business, I started yeah. with, you know, taxing and commuting, then sold to Prime Media, then started Prime Media Unlimited, then sold. Uh, now starting again, and this time it's within the Infinity Group. All right. And we've got a range of different companies within that group. Okay. And the beauty now of the game is to look at the new opportunity, new developments, where's the market going, how do you influence, you know, influence the, the, ultimately... The direction of the market, basically. Yeah, yeah to a large extent, not so much direction of the market, but it's really about how do I actually ensure that I'm getting a better bang for the buck with regard to my brand. Yeah. And you've got to consistently look at that yeah. process and say, what's the right way to do it today? And you know, today with social media, yeah. the world's changed. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, there's just a completely different world to what it was historically. Yeah. True, true, and, true. And as a result, people have the right to the ability now to affect your brand in either a positive way or a negative, negative way. Good, yeah. And the whole process today is to make sure that you're actually tuning people in to become more positive about your yeah, brand exactly. than negative. And, yeah. and there's a lot of opportunity for negativity with yeah. regard to... You need to influence the narrative. Twitter, yeah. very much so. Yeah. And um, I mean, the response time of clients today's brands today is far better yeah. when somebody complains than what it used to be. Yeah. Before it was... They used to just bang the phone down on you, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was never really a... Yeah. Didn't really have to worry too much. Now you have to worry because that person could be have a lot of friends and they have ability to influence those individuals so you've got to be concerned to that yeah. as a brand yeah. and you know at the end of the day people you know you want to get not likability of brand you want to get brand love love yeah and that's critical yeah especially in this very competitive and changing environment it needs to exist for you to be able to exist as well yeah very yeah, much yeah. Yeah, and in terms of infinity what sort of companies fall under the we, the so, we, brand. so we've got a range of different uh, companies. Yeah. Mean, we have a business called Ad Colony, which yeah. is a, it's an international business that we managed to get the rights for South Africa and into Africa. Okay. And really what it is, it's, it's uh, the advertising rights in all the gaming platforms. So whether you're talking about the likes of Candy Crush mm. or Solitaire yeah. or whatever you own in gaming. Yeah. And the most in incredible thing is that just about everybody's a gamer. Yes. Um, so Different levels of gaming, but everybody does game. yeah. games. You know, yeah. People think that a game is just somebody who sits in front of an yeah. Xbox or yeah, exactly. a PlayStation. Yeah. That's, gaming is anyone who just does anything on their phone and yeah. has a little bit of, you know, let's play a little bit of golf or a little bit yeah. of whatever it may be. So that sort of gaming component is we have the rights into that. We sort of full HD video content okay. into that. All right. We have end cards, etc. And it's amazing what, you know, that you... In terms of what our response time is, yeah. So the, 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 the not the response time, sorry, the um, the completed views. Yeah. We actually, in most cases, ahead of the game with regard to Facebook and Google in terms of what we deliver. All right. So it's been fantastic. Great to be in that space. We've got a business called uh, Orange Block, which is an eventing business. So we create events. We just now created an event called the Cape Castle Heritage Run in Cape Town. Oh yeah. And somebody. You know, and get a sponsor on board now and be an 8k run around the city of Cape Town, learn about the heritage of Cape Town, back to the Cape Castle, food stalls, music, etc. And we create those sort of events. Uh, we own the Whiskey Live Festival, so uh, we have that in Johannesburg at, at the right. Santa Convention Center, the biggest fest whiskey festival in the world. Okay, and it just recently introduced some gins and vodkas and so on. It's been amazing, it's really worked well. Get about 10,000 people to that event, 
and then we take that around the country in a smaller component. All right. Then we have a business, we have all the tuk-tuks um, that operate Santin yeah, and yeah. Hatfield and so on. So those have been great and at the moment Salsi are, are brand them and have a good affiliation with those. Yeah. And then we have a business called Oomph, which is an out-of-home, um, what is it, sort of an eventing uh, business. It's, uh, it's eventing, it's more, uh, you know, activation. All right. So we have gig rigs, these massive gig rigs, and smaller, you know, similar type of opportunities where we go into environments and promote product and yeah. showcase product to the consumer. Um, and then we have a very recently, um, we, you know, we're looking at some other opportunities, media space that historically never existed because of technology. Yeah. So we're very focused on that technological front, and we, right. we, we'll make some announcements in the next couple of months about where we're going in that space. Okay. Um, and in each environment, I must emphasize that you have your, a definitive leader and, and a sales team yeah. um, that sell independently. So in other words, they don't sell across the platform. Oh, okay, they're not going around. That's interesting. And then, and then we also have a business where we have we operate, MediaPop, we operate in the uh, Dion Wide stores. We've got digital screens in the Dion Wide environment. All right. We're, Brands that operate there can actually advertise inside that space. Okay. Brands that sell. So yeah, those are the, the different businesses we presently sit with. All right. And uh, yeah, we're looking to grow even further under the Infinity brand. Yeah. Well, what I'm liking about your ideas is they are so simple, mm. but sophisticated and effective. And I guess that's what your customers are looking for. Something that's yes. simple, but that delivers results at the end of the day. Let's, let's talk about influencer marketing. It's a fairly new concept. Yeah, so look, we have the business of Salt, which is an influencer marketing business, and that business has been phenomenal. I mean, we started it some four and a half, five years ago, mm-hmm. and the growth of that business has been exceptional, um, off of a small base, but it's been really exceptional. Um, and we have a credible client base, and what's nice is that most of the clients, uh, once they've been on our platform, come back All right. because of the deliverables. So it's been very, very good. And so influencer marketing, they say it's new. The reality is that influencer marketing probably started before any other form of advertising. Yeah, true. I mean, you know, what did what did Eve do to Adam <laughs> to make him <laughs> to make him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was uh, an environment of trust, and she <laughs> just suggested something, and boom, Correct. there was an action. <laughs> There's the point. So I'm yeah. saying that she she was a big influencer. In I'm going to steal that from you and use it in one of my episodes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we, we know yeah. that it stems back from, from the beginning of the yeah. yeah. And that's the reality, that's the truth of it. And, and if you consider today, if I sit here and we have a conversation and we're friends, and I, yeah. I say, you know what? I went to a restaurant yesterday, the most amazing restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it where it was. Believe me, you're going to go. Yes. So I've just influenced you to go to that restaurant. Yeah. And it's about an enjoyment component. And what I mean by influencer marketing from a, from to a large extent is not to take someone who's never experienced the brand. It's about yeah. someone who uses their brain, likes the brand, but I turn them into, if you can turn them into someone who loves the brand, loves it, yeah. and I then tie in to create great word of mouth, yeah. and I tie into their social media, then influencer marketing is, becomes a phenomenal experience. Yeah. And the beauty of it is that you get different formats of, of influencer marketing. You get a, a micro-influencer. So right. a micro-influencer is just you and me. People like us. Okay. And uh, the reality is that we have on our social media we have friends, and we have when we have word of mouth people. We go to the office, or we go to the gym, or we go to 
rock climbing. Yeah. Those are all our friends. Yeah. And true. you have the ability to influence them because you have a two-way communication. Yeah. You tell them about a brand, they can ask you a question back, give me a little bit more information. Yeah. So from that perspective, it, it works exceptionally well as a micro-influencer. Yeah. Or you have another influencer who could be a celebrity. So a celebrity could be Trevor Noah, as we all know. Yeah. The problem with a, uh, an influencer of that level is that it's one-way communication. So when Trevor Noah says something to you on Twitter or Instagram yeah. and he communicates to you about a brand, you can't go back to him and say, tell me a little bit more, Trevor. Yeah. Most of the time they don't respond not or they tell you to bugger off, they've got better things well, to do. With he's not going to answer you. Yeah. He's, got, he's got millions of followers. Followers, that's true. Yeah. He, hasn't got, he hasn't got the ability to communicate yeah. back. Whereas a micro-influencer, you and I, we speak back to our friends. Of course we'll answer. So basically what you're saying is when the communities are smaller, the proliferation of brand is actually more effective because of that two-way communication. Absolutely, because yeah. it allows that the two-way communication allows for for more detail about yeah. the brand. You know, and when and that's the beauty of, of influencer marketing. Influencer right. marketing, the real beauty of influencer marketing, is that it allows for far more in-depth understanding of the brand. Okay. So ordinarily, what can you get across in a 30-second commercial on TV, oh, yeah. a billboard, that's true, 30-second radio commercial? You and, and you've actually paid, obviously, paid more. For that channel to to to, to broadcast your message. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean the reality of it is that you can get a certain component. You can start yeah. to build a brand. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But when I need detail across, if I'm trying to educate someone about my brand specifically in this, I'll give you an example. And I say to you, the banks all have a reward program. Yeah. You know, the more you spend, their reward mechanisms. How many people actually understand the reward program that yeah. exists? <laughs> Very few. Yeah. So as a result, you, you need an influencer program to start to educate people about this. Yeah. The what is my reward? What do I get? How does yeah. it work? How do I make it work better for me? Yeah. People just don't know. Yeah, that's true. And that's one of the issues as an example. You know? yeah. Well, if I take a medication, uh, let's take a herbal treatment medication. Yeah. There are a range of benefits that, that that medication will have, but you can't get across in a 30-second commercial. No, you can't. That's or true. a billboard. Yeah. And that's where the two-way communication works. And if I use that herbal treatment, yeah. and I've been already, I've used it, I like it. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, I understand it works for me, it works for my family, and as a mom, it works for you. So you already have social proof that it does yeah, work. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So now when I become, I, you know, you get the person more involved in the brand, they start becoming a brand lover. Yeah. They learn more about the brand and they have the incredible ability to communicate and educate yeah. about that brand and they're doing it from a, a, a position of, you know, you're authentic, yeah. you, you genuinely believe in it. Yeah. And that's why it's such an incredible channel. Right, and the results are there for all to see anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And you believe, you trust your friend. Yes, of course. You know, you trust your friend. The problem with a lot of advertising today is that people lose trust yeah. from a, you know, in a range of other media. You lose the trust because you know that the person trying to communicate, trying to sell to you. Yeah. And from that perspective, you know, your trust diminishes. Yeah. Where someone, your friend tells you about it, your trust is enhanced. Yeah. And you believe in it because your friends told you, they're never going to lie to you. Yeah. And that's the real beauty. There's, there's this concept of uh, a mirror. When you're looking at a billboard with uh, Beckham, with a six-pack and beautiful girl, it looks like it's out of touch with my reality. But if it's a friend of mine, next door kind of guy, I believe him more because he mirrors exactly who I am and what my aspirations are. So yeah. I tend to listen more to him than I would to, to, to Beckham, no matter how big he is. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. 100% right. You know? yeah. Not that your friend, maybe, maybe your friend also is a six-pack. Yeah, well, like but, yeah but, but it listens. <laughs> 
At least you know why he's got it. You can <laughs> yeah. see him in the gym every day. Exactly. He's invited you for a session and you've said no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So would you say influencer marketing is becoming a, its own media channel? Very much so. Yeah. I think that it's, you know, it's, as I say, as I talked when I spoke about it earlier, I said, you're not believe. It's always been there. Yeah. But the focus to, to develop it and enhance it and use technology today yeah. to, to really report back on, on the process of influencer marketing and to use social media yeah. is enhanced that business dramatically. Yeah. And, and that's really turned it around to a large extent. And I think that now it's become more and more focused. Yeah. Um, internationally, it's, it's grown dramatically. Yeah, it has. We, we sort of following the trend from a South African perspective, but it is massive internationally. Yeah. And you talk today, if you look at, if you, wherever you go today, you start to speak to, to brand managers or speak to marketing managers, all of a sudden they're starting to understand the influence of marketing, starting to yeah. enter their sphere more and more and more. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, in, in our businesses, we'll see rapid growth, 60-70% growth in prior year, purely because it's become the space where people really understand how I can get to my, my consumer, even in a tough economic environment. Right. Because now, when times are tough and, and there's less, uh, for example, budget, so let's assume budgets are in Yeah, so you basically need more bang for your exactly. for your hands, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That. I want to make sure that it's working hard for me. Yeah. You know, and I've got an ambassador, an influencer who's yeah. putting in exceptional effort for me. Yeah. So it, it, it's transcend from being just a, a nice to have to being something that all businesses should consider. Very much so. Yeah. I must say, I can't think of a business in reality that doesn't need that doesn't a requirement. Um, no matter what you're going from an FMCG product yeah. to a banking service, yeah. there's always an opportunity when you need education. Of course. Uh, and in terms of the influencer marketing space in South Africa, where would you say we are at the moment? Uh, you're talking about comparatively to... Not, even, com- not even comparatively, but just within our own market. Are we, are we growing? Are brands coming to understand its its use? Yeah, you know, I mean, I must say very much so. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's an area where more and more companies, so there are a range of companies that are starting to, to move into this particular area, right. media companies, okay. that are trying to move into this area. You can see it growing, yeah. and it's going to continue growing. Yeah. Because when you see an environment where there's an opportunity, media people jump in straight away, so you'll always see that growing, which is very good. Yeah. I mean, the more people that are out there hitting the same the same marketing manager, yeah. um, the better it is because it drives the proposition of influencer marketing through to that person. He starts to understand, hey, I better be in this space. Yeah. And, I, and as I said earlier, once they're in, they never they, want to come out. They, they, they come in and yeah. it may be a seasonal brand yeah. and, and they pull out and they come back in the following year. They always come back. Right, because they can see the impact and the results Absolutely. that are coming off it. Yeah. Very much so. All right. And also in terms of that space, what do you think is next? In terms I'm of not, I, okay, look into your crystal ball yeah. and in terms of the influencer marketing space. Yes. What do you think is next? No, I think that the technology will drive it. All right. So from that, you know, obviously we've got to consistently look and see what what's out there from a technological perspective. You know, yeah. our growth in technology is is so rapid year on year. Yeah. Um, and I think that we've just got to keep on top of the game. Yeah. So anybody who's involved in this space has got to be looking internationally and saying what's happening. Yeah. How do I pick up that technology, bring it into my environment, how they use it to my report back process to client. Um, so that is going to grow rapidly. The basis of what it really is, in other words, getting the average person to speak about your brand yeah. is still there. I mean, yeah, that sure. doesn't change. Yes, yes. I mean, it's at a minute, it doesn't yeah. change. But technology will enhance we'll it. It gives me a far better opportunity to communicate to a bigger, bigger 
group of people. Yeah. Um, think about today with social media, how you have the ability to communicate with so many friends that you didn't do in the past. Yeah. So that's changed life a lot. Yeah. And in terms of infinity and can, what what's next? So I'm sure you're always sitting there at the end of the day or during the day and thinking, what do I need to do next? So, so we are really. So so we've uh, we've been very focused to say what is the next thing, okay. and again our focus has been around technological advances. Okay. So we're looking at that right now. In fact, we've got a business. I can't unfortunately give you some heads up on that right now, but I certainly can in a month's time. Um, and we we're looking to see how do we develop this unique opportunity we've picked up. All right. Um, and we're going to put a, res- a good resource behind it because right. we really believe it's, a, it's another leg okay. uh, of, of technology development. And, and to be honest, it's, it's not anything wow. It's just that technology has allowed a basic component of, of communication yeah. into a space where people haven't thought about before. All right. That's all it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, I would love to have you back when that, that finally um, pans through so that we can find out what it is and see if the world needs to know about it quick enough. Absolutely, I'd love to come back in. Alright, and, and for a guy who's always thinking, you strike me as a huge thinker, what do you do in your downtime? No, so play to, be, chess? to be honest, I, I have no hobbies. So okay. I'm not a golfer, <laughs> I don't play chess. So I don't do anything besides, so in reality, my yeah. focus is business, I don't, I don't do much more than that. Okay. Um, and, and sort of spare time, there's not a lot of spare time. I probably, I mean, yeah. probably get to the, you know, I tend to do a bit of exercise in the mornings, a bit of a run, All right. um, and then get to the office around eight quarter past eight, okay. and then I tend to leave at seven at night. So that's sort of the hours, and then you have a meal, and then you sort of get onto your laptop and start going through. Yeah. So you spend your, your your sort of life around yeah. around the businesses. Yeah, right? I know. I think I also spend a lot more of my time on my iPhone. And the laptop. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing like oh, I need to relax. Relaxing means I'm doing research. Correct, <laughs> correct. Yeah. And, and the problem today is, you know, like uh, WhatsApp as an example. You know, these yeah. groups of WhatsApps, and you get tied in with friends, and yeah. And they just that's a, probably the biggest interference. In exactly. Life. But that drives transactions, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's stuff that you probably don't need. <laughs> The yeah. truth of it is you don't need it. You don't need that, it. Yeah. That's a massive distraction. Yeah. It's something that I wonder how many people, how many hours of, of Un- unnecessary time is wasted. It's wasted on that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Ken, for coming through. I definitely would like to have you back, maybe in the next month or two. Thank but you it's been much. a pleasure having you. No, I really appreciate the opportunity to chat to you. Thank you very much for. for Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ken Verages. Have a pleasant day. <laughs>